Welcome in to Arby's Don't Matter. It is Pierce here, the host of Arby's Don't Matter podcast we're doing here with Cody and Trevor. My guys, we got a NFC South preview coming at you guys. We talk Bucks, we talk Falcons, Panthers, Saints. We got them all over the players, fantasy stuff, schedule, and as always, we finish it off with some hot takes. Let's get it. We're back. We got the NFC South preview today. But I have a question for you guys. So I was watching the Lakers Curry, LeBron Curry game, and it's safe to say that like LeBron's been the face of the NBA for like basically our whole lives. That's if that's fair to say. I say like Kobe and then LeBron. Kobe then LeBron, yeah, okay, for a face of the NBA. Who would you say the face of the NFL is right now? Right now. Probably Mahomes. You think Mahomes? Yeah, probably Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. We established like Mahomes has head and shoulders right now. So whoever's kind of leading that game yeah, up true. has a solid, true. solid face to this. Okay, I, and then now I have a bunch of other body parts that we have to decide who the blank of the NFL is for these body parts. Are <laughs> okay. you guys ready? I, I like this. I like this. <laughs> okay. So first one here, <laughs> I have the quads of the NFL. Who do, who do you guys have for this? Oh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. I have Saquon. Okay. Just because of his actual quads. Yeah, because of his actual quads. His yeah, that's both fair. of their quads are bigger than my torso, so I think that I think that's fair. That's fair. Quads. Who, who do you, who do you think is the most popular running back in the NFL right now? Like, if you were to take a poll of people that don't watch the NFL a lot, which running backs would they know? Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I feel like Marshawn Lynch is like the only one that's like probably maybe right? Kareem Hunt. Derrick Henry, no, like... Derrick Henry for sure. Casuals, really? Casuals would know Derrick Henry. I feel like why? But just because he's a like a beast. What about what about Elliot? But he's too yeah, quiet. no, Elliot. Yeah, Elliot for sure. He's got a bit more. He's a beast, and he's like has the whole crop top thing. Yeah, he's a Ewok. Yeah, yeah, he does look like a Ewok. <laughs> okay, um, who is who has the who is the arm of the NFL? A little more subjective. Or oh, is this like? literal or are we saying okay um like when you think of arm in the nfl who do you think of i think of like rogers or brady yeah i would say rogers or wilson i have rogers on here too okay what about the hair of the nfl we kind of talked about this last week trevor lawrence i was just gonna say i I have trevor lawrence down here too because he's got to take over the hair of the nfl i feel like It's, it's either trevor lawrence or like obj yeah obj's got some good hair also, Paul Amalo obviously is like a little more predated. But everybody knows Paul Amalo. Okay, the beard, the beard of the NFL. I think it's Fitzmagic. Oh it yeah, has to, it has to be. I don't. There's not a lot of other beards, hey. Fitzmagic should be everything. <laughs> Face, <laughs> beard, <laughs> hair, Quads, arms, leg. <laughs> um, and then I have a couple other ones here. The leg of the NFL. Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. I had to. I had a Minutari. Or Young Waku as like more of the kicker leg. Oh, I see, I see. I don't know. I feel like yeah, I can see Vinatieri. But he's retired. But now, blank, so it's not really. But really bl- Blankenship is probably <laughs> the most noticeable. The goggle, the glasses of the NFL. Blank. Yeah, I mean, like he's been on the news about his like interviews like two or three times just because he's like the most ultimate nerd. Like he fits the profile like so well. Okay, and then have you seen this guy on the uh, Denver Broncos yet? There, uh, <laughs> yes. the belly. The belly guy, yeah. Quinn Miners, he's he's taken over the belly of the NFL. I feel like he's, he literally just practices with this his white just beer belly just out there for he practice. Could, he could literally, you could literally like place a cup on his yeah. stomach and it would stay up. Place like three horizontally, and you'd be good to go. <laughs> but, um, and then uh, what else do I have here? I have. Uh, Drew Brees is the ribs of the NFL because he just breaks ribs all the time. Um, and then hands. What do you guys have for hands? Ooh, like I, I like general public probably OBJ. Like yeah, that catch will be forever in people's minds as like one of the greatest. Yeah, like I just think like, but I don't know. OBJ is fair. I had D Hop too. Yeah, yeah, maybe like Julio. Julio as well. Yeah, and then what other ones do I have down here? Oh, who has who is the butt of the NFL? <laughs> a lot of butt plays. Martavis Bryant. Yeah. Uh, the butt catch. 
Mark Sanchez the butt fumble. It's got to be Mark Sanchez. Yeah, and then but and then Marshawn Lattimore butt interception too. The butt fumble is iconic. Yeah, the butt fumble like literally will be replayed until like forever. That literally solidified the Jets' destiny. <laughs> that was the for the rest ball. of the decade. That was in like an AFC Championship game, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Mark Sanchez butt of the NFL. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Can we think of any other ones? What about? I think the chest is DK Metcalf. Yeah, I I was trying to figure out one. DK Metcalf is literally just the body of the NFL. Because that guy's yoked. <laughs> I was trying to look up pictures like of him in high school to see if he ne- ever wasn't that ripped, like before he like whatever. But like even in high school, like he was that ripped. I was just like, wow, good for you. What about like the neck? There's a lot of guys that like got really thick necks. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, he's got a neck. The forehead for sure, Manning, Peyton, hey? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The sheriff. Yeah, that's all I got. That's, that's all I got. That's, we, that was a pretty good exercise. Is there a guy with, like, good shoulders? Like, I don't know. Kawhi Leonard oh, is the shoulders yeah, of the NBA. NBA. Aaron Donald's got to be the something of the, the NFL, I feel like. Him and Metcalf are, like, two extremes yeah. that are every they either got, they or got, position wants yeah, to be. Yeah, they, they got offensive chest and defensive chest of the NFL, for sure. Sweet. Okay. Um, That was fun. Let's get into the NFC South preview, which is kind of actually fitting um, with a bit of news this week. Um, Julio Jones trade rumors. So let's start off with the Atlanta Falcons. Have you guys heard of these Julio Jones trade rumors? He wasn't in mm-hmm. the in the schedule release photos. It sounds like they're trying to trade him. There's reports from some guy in the Athletic this week. What are your thoughts on the Julio Jones trade rumors? I I honestly don't see. I don't know. I don't like. I don't see the point entirely. I don't like. I don't think they're gonna get the value they want from him. And he's he's been a Falcon his whole career. Mm-hmm. And like I guess the the uh, I don't know like Ridley's the now wide receiver one on that team. Yeah, right? yeah, I think that's that's established. The argument on the other side is he is getting old, but I also am with you where they're like it's Julio Jones. The value we want versus the value a team is going to give us for an aging wide receiver, I think it's going to be too different for a trade to get done. Yeah, like or, you never know though. Or a team's going to come along and overpay. Like yeah, like yeah. it's gonna be exactly what we expect. It's gonna be like a, like a Jacksonville is gonna trade for him. What was the uh, Odell to the Browns trade? Because I feel like that would be that's not even similar was, though, because no, Odell was Odell's way younger. Too young. Odell's just torn um, every ligament see. in his legs. Uh, Kevin Zeitler, Jabril Peppers, number seventeen and number ninety-five in the NHL draft or NFL draft. So a first and a third. And two starting players. Oh, man, the Giants won that trade. Yeah. I don't know who they picked number 17 in that draft, but I feel like you. But, yeah, like here's the thing. Like, the Cardinals signed A.J. Green this offseason. So, clearly, aging vets. Like, I'd rather have Julio Jones than him. Yeah. But but it depends on how much they're going to pay for him. Yeah, it depends on how much they'll pay for him. It's probably like you need to probably give a second and a third for um, Julio. But they probably think they want a first, is, is where I'm thinking. There's no way a team trades a first. Yeah. The only first but, that would be worth it would be, like, a Buccaneers first, I feel like. But then that, 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 make, that also makes no sense. Like a late, like a team that's, get, like, poised for a late playoff run. Yeah, like, or the Rams will just do honestly, it. Honestly, yeah, or they'll trade they don't, the they don't need first round first. pick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like if you're looking at the Falcons, like, with Pitts and Ridley, it's kind of hard to, like, on one side, it's like, hey, do you go for it this year and keep Julio and send it and, and see if Matt Ryan be can actually send broken. you? Actually because, like, so yeah, like, no one could guard those three at the same time. Like, that would no, be just you're absolutely totally ridiculous. Whereas, on the other hand, you're this is the one, this is probably the year to trade him. Yeah. Because he did honestly show signs of age last year, even though he was injured. But yeah, he yeah, hardly no. played. He but, hardly played. But like at the same time, like so the Falcons, they got Pitts and, and Ridley. So but then if Julio plays. leaves, it's going to be Russell Gage as like their next wide receiver. Yeah, right? they didn't. Uh, they didn't also draft anyone early enough to to make a difference. Yeah, and I don't think because your thought would be I, like re- like replace Mike Davis and try to get a good running back in, in this case. Maybe if you're going for a player instead of pick trade, but 
the issue with it that is yeah like you have no backup for him well, and there, it's also Julio just unclear down, what their team is trying to do this year if they're trying to actually contend for the division or if well they're, they're exactly play. where the saints were last year and then the injuries just like screwed them over in my opinion i don't think saints were like saints were contenders and could be really really good up until all these injuries piled up towards the end of the year last year. Yeah, with the ribs of the NFL. I will say a, te- a team, an ideal fit, the Indianapolis Colts. Boom. Ideal fit. That's a perfect what about receiver. The, what for, about the Chargers? Also an ideal fit. You say the same thing about Miami. Nah. I, don't, I think they're no. good there. I think they're good there. You think, I don't Waddle, know. Fuller, I feel like... Devontae Parker. I guess he'd take the Devontae Parker reps. Yeah, you give up Devontae Parker and maybe like... And then maybe get a little bit more with Julio too, or just do a one for. Would you do that, Parker, for Julio if you were at Atlanta? No. Or would you need a no. you need a maybe a third rounder with that? No. Well, because like wide receiver, it's a position that like has shown longevity, like Larry Fitzgerald. Like Julio True. Jones could be a slot receiver till he dies and still be productive. His days on the outside are his best days on the outside are probably behind him. Is Bryant coming back? Who? Des Bryant. Des Bryant. No, he didn't do anything. He didn't do. He was played special teams for the Ravens. <laughs> no, no, no. He caught a touchdown in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but also played special teams. <laughs> but that was also like his like sixth catch of the year. <laughs> he was he's mentoring guys. And I'm, I also I'm putting that... more value in the mentorship. <laughs> that Hot showed already. That showed how just bad the Ravens receiving room was more than how good Des Bryant was. <laughs> and honestly, the Ravens receivers don't need mentorship. It's like. <laughs> How do you catch missiles when they're whipped at you from five feet away? How do you catch ankle balls or or 35 foot in the air balls? That's what they need. <laughs> yeah, like... I, I honestly will be pretty disappointed if Julio moves on, though, because Julio, Ridley, and Pitts, that's got to be one of the most hyped receiving trios in a while. And they got the right QB for that. Yeah, Air Matt Ryan. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I would trade him. I think I'd hold on to him. You're going to get more production than you would uh, for like, a trade this year. Yeah, I think if the Falcons were trying to sell everything, they would have tried to draft a QB and yeah, then traded four. Matt Ryan, yeah. traded Julio. But because they took Pitts, I think they're actually trying to like get one last one well, last thing with the, the old boys. Matt is still like three years, I think. He's like 34, 35 right now. He'll 38. He's not playing the style that's gonna get him injured or anything like that like he can play this style for a while that he plays yeah so then i think they're gonna try and win so yeah. then they keep Julio. yeah so i think they keep which would be sick um okay let's get into the fantasy breakdown of these guys matt ryan um according to the old fantasy football calculator this week qb 15 so in the backup qb tier um ninth round 107 off the board are you guys rostering matt ryan this year I can definitely keep him as a backup. I mean, with Pitts now, like they're gonna go to the air more than anything. Yeah, this it could be some good value, honestly. But I was gonna follow by saying this is adding great value for Mike Davis. Yeah, you like Mike the, Davis? I I like him. I mean, like he did help Carolina win a few, and like I don't know, I think there's a lot of potential there with with the field being so stacked against him or so stacked everywhere else. Yeah, I like. I think, I like Mike Davis's volume, and you showed. You're yeah. right. He did show. Okay, maybe you've turned me on Mike Davis. But the same. What did he get? He got McCaffrey though. He got a thousand yards last year with yeah. not a great offense. Yeah, but true. I, I would argue it the other way, where like he, he got his work because of uh, like because of the way the Panthers ran their offense, which is through it always goes through the running yeah. back, right? True. Yeah, he's right now he's running back 33 off the board, which is kind of sad because there's only 32 teams <laughs> and he's their first running back, um, which is like seventh, seventh round value. So like you're probably keeping him as an RB2 if you go a bit wide receiver heavy to the start. Um, Who are the running backs in front of him? Who are like 32 and thir- 31, right. 30? Uh, I'll give you them in a second here. So I, was, I was reading this. I was reading this thing the other day about the Falcons. And they were saying, because when it came to draft them, Gurley was picked 116th picks ahead of Davis. And they're, they're raising the Falcons GMs for correctly picking <laughs> picking up Mike Davis when they had the chance instead of Todd Gurley, which right. I guess is a little he bit of a hot is, take. But. 
this is the tier we're looking at. 29 Damian Harris, 30 Leonard Fournette, 31 Jeffrey Wilson on the 49ers, 32 Kenyon Drake, number 33 Mike Davis right in front of AJ Dillon and James Connor. Interesting. Oh, Connor's dropped off, but I I would say Dave, I'd pick Davis over now with Pitts. I think there's a lot more potential for Davis. Yeah, I don't know. I've the, you guys have both problem... pulled me on both sides. You guys are on both sides of the argument, and you both pulled it because Cody's now like I'm oh, anti they're, Mike. They're Davis. throwing it, and Trevor's like, oh, this could be good for him. Which I like both arguments, but it's like know. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, the Falcons are always behind, so they're yeah, always that's throwing. True. They're that is, yeah. I think I'll go. I'll end on Cody's Fair side enough. because the defense is actually so bad that they will literally be just hucking bombs. The yeah, garbage I get time that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in in the second half, they're never running the ball. Yeah, they're always throwing. And they're not in the division where they'll be able to just chalk a four four games against terrible teams where they'll just be like. Derrick Henry versus the Jags type of games. Yeah. Um, they yeah. do have to verse the Bucks twice, too. Which is, yeah, that is. And the Saints twice. Saints have a pretty good run defense, too. Yeah. And the Panthers, too. They got some lots, a lot of young defensive guys on there, too. So, um, But, yeah, we kind of alluded to it earlier. Calvin Ridley, the top wide receiver here. It's honestly probably the second year of the changing of the guard. First, like, everyone's, like, fully confident that this is the changing of the guard. Um, he's wide receiver six right now, um, according to ADP and Julio Jones is around later wide receiver 11. Obviously both these guys you'd love to own. You guys like one more than the other at, at their specific values or? Yeah. Ridley is higher than Julio. I, I would honestly, I would put Ridley in top five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would agree with that. Like he's, you, you get to pick your poison start of the second round of of Diggs, Hopkins, Metcalf, Ridley looks like here. So yeah, I guess actually, yeah, I think I would take Diggs and Metcalf over Ridley. Yeah. Um, Julio oh. Jones though, like the injuries are obviously a concern. Like he was like very, very often on last year. So hopefully that can be figured out, but that's just probably the risk there. Just the, yeah. the five spot discrepancy in the, in the games he was healthy. He actually did pretty good. Dude, he balled out and he's Matt Ryan's favorite. Hey, like, well, Ridley did just as good too. Like he always played better when Julio was there. Julio was there, yeah. They feed off each other because like they're obviously switching sides. Corners don't know what to do. They're both good players. Uh, but then getting into the tight end, Kyle Pitts. This guy is someone that I want to have this year. I'm excited about Kyle Pitts because like there was that one year, maybe it was two years ago, where like Julio Jones just sucked in the red zone or just wasn't targeted in the red zone. Oh yeah. Well, like 11 like straight games for like yeah like like double digit weeks of not having a touchdown <laughs> in the red zone um so i think obviously not great for julio jones but like kyle pitts in the red zone is going to be great for matt ryan and for obviously him um but what surprised me is right now he's tight in 12 what which i think is like it was just we're a little what? early to be looking at this stuff i think he'll be the top six top eight off the board for tight ends okay well then question is is how long do you wait to I mean, depending on how the draft's going, how long do you like to wait to pick your tight end? What round are you picking a tight end? And who's going to go before him? Like Kittle, Kittle Kelsey. Kelsey, Waller. I think you can you can pick those guys in the first two, yeah. two rounds and no one will care. Yeah. And the other thing, like, if you don't get one of those elite tight ends, then you're waiting till like, the bottom of the draft. Yeah. The guys the that... Thing, where, does, where does Pitts fit in that? Because is he elite yet? Not technically. I <laughs> Like he's okay. It's he's in the tier of the Mark Andrews, T.J. Hawkinson, Mike Gesicki, Noah Fant. He's in that second tier for sure. But that second yeah. tier also ranges from the fifth round to the eighth round, which is like a lot of picks. Honestly, I think I would place him there. Like, are you gonna want to spend your your fifth pick on him? I don't think I want to spend my fifth pick on. Actually, I would. I'm a Kyle Pitts truther. I'm I'm firm on the ground of a Kyle Pitts truther right now. I'm just I'm backing him. If he's getting all those touchdowns, we think he's getting. That's like a touch a game. Like that's pretty sick for a tight end. Who who has our first pick in the our rookie draft? Is it Jordan? Oh, Jordan. Uh, I think Jordan. Is it is it flipped? It's flipped from. Yeah, then it's, it's Jordan. Jordan. You take Kyle Pitts one one in a, a rookie draft. How um, how rare and if how you don't have a, if you. Yeah, if you how don't have needed a the tight end situation is. Yeah, because when we when we were setting up the league, there was like we didn't know who we were drafting in the in, in the first place. But yeah, even, Kyle, even, 
in Kyle a dynasty Pitts league, he in goes a dynasty one, league. Kyle Pitts or or Trevor Lawrence? I think it's Kyle Pitts. Just how scarce the tight end position is. Yeah, based oh, based totally. on what I've seen for dynasty league drafts, top five is usually like Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts yeah. and then like, and then they what like they flip flop between like getting like Waddle or Smith or like a next QB. Yeah, I mean, I I take him round five. Like, if you go running back, running back, to wide receiver, wide receiver, Kyle Pitts. Then, then you're falling good. a bit on the QB board. I guess you take yeah. QB round six then. QB round Depending six or just wait for Jameis yeah. Winston at the end of the draft, which is what I'm going to do, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but there's actually a lot of good – like, you could have Matt Ryan as your QB in, like, QB 15. Okay, okay. So Ridley would go in the second round, right? Yeah. So you get a star triple stack running back. Triple stack R- Atlanta. That Ridley. Be... Then do you go for Kyle Pitts? If you have Ridley already, do you go for Kyle Pitts in the third? So. I don't think so. No, you're getting somebody else. Julio? And then No, no, no. I'm spreading my you gotta spread your chickens on the Falcons, bro. Because they also just choke. Yeah, but I'd stack the yeah, quarterback yeah. and a pass catcher, one pass catcher. I don't think I could do two. <laughs> or else I'm becoming an Atlanta fan for a year. <laughs> I would rather. <laughs> That's gotta be the worst fan base cheer for based on how often they choke. I like, would oh. stack Pitts and Ridley over over Ryan and Pitts. Ryan, Ryan and Pitts, or Ryan. Yeah, Ridley. true. And like in like a, if you're in like a half PPR PPR league, I think Ridley and Pitts would be great for those two. Okay. Yeah, I guess the the only thing the only unknown is you don't know how they're gonna utilize him. Is he gonna be like a target machine or is he just going to get red zone looks like strict red zone yeah yeah which strict red zone you're you're not super happy about because it's then you're just basically a regular tight end that's not top three (laughs) um okay that's the we're not drafting the falcons defense this year i don't think no oh and i guess young way ku kicker one like he'll probably go first honestly like round seven that guy was like (laughs) One of my best fantasy kicker, players last year. Kicker ADP here, yeah. Um, he, he literally got like, he'd get like 15 points a week. Yeah, he's the, he was like he's RB the second one kicker number. off the board. <laughs> he had a better year than Todd Gurley, I think, who was on the same team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, second kicker off the board, yeah. We're, we're drafting Young Waku this year. Hi, boys. Yep. Okay. Um, Next team we'll go into, we got the Carolina Panthers. Um, We're going in alphabetical order by the city this year this week um sam darnold not rated on the um fantasy football calculator right now there's 29 spots for quarterbacks <laughs> he's not on there um so any sam darnold take do you think he helps everyone else do you think he's gonna hurt everyone else have we talked about um, sam darnold i feel like we haven't I, like i'm i always believe that like the jets were just like a like what? especially Gase, Adam just Gase like just ruiner. Up, yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't get Darnold. I think a Darnold would be a like he has to prove me wrong. Yeah, it's it's like um, who's a good? Uh, it's like Gardner Minshew last year. No one's drafting him, but then like you could stream him like a matchup base yeah. halfway through the year kind of guy or like Kirk Cousins usually. But like I, I like Matt Rule. I like Joe Brady, their offensive coordinator, but. I don't think I'm sinking a draft pick into Sam Darnold this year. I'd rather have Jameis. I, I would pick him up when they versed the Jets, though, for the revenge. Yeah. Game. Is that week one, though? That's week one. Oh, you're right. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's right. Maybe, Just maybe roster him for a, week yeah, one. Yeah, roster him for week one. If you're in uh, super flex or 2QB, maybe it'd be a good play to, <laughs> to take him. That's uh, week one at home, too, so you never know. Um, Christian McCaffrey is their running back. Running back 1-1. One, one. Should we yeah. have a, a running back 1-1 one, one conversation? Is he the one one? He's definitely the one one. It's undisputed. Yeah. I don't want I don't want the first overall pick in anything this year then. I don't like the injuries, man. Even though running backs always get every running back has got injured. Yeah, I called the McCaffrey injuries though. Dude, it's because they're you remember off- that? They're, yeah, you do dude, their offense literally just runs like him to the ground, dude. Yeah. I was like, this guy gets way too much volume. He's gonna be dead in two like two yeah. years. Which is like they yeah, they went from Newton to him. They they couldn't make yeah. their mind up. They broke Newton. Now they're breaking McCaffrey. <laughs> um, their True backup, that, their backup running back is very interesting because that is a very valuable handicap. But obviously, Mike Davis, we said going to Falcons. This just came into my head. But Mike Davis revenge games. Look out for those. We could see some good splits against a team that didn't want to sign him back. Yeah, you're coming back to the Mike Davis side, man. <laughs> yeah, for two games. 
<laughs> um, but they drafted Chuba Hubbard, who is running back out of uh, Oklahoma State, Canadian guy. Um, so be on the lookout for him. I've got him. I've got him on my some of my boards for rookie or dynasty. Um, because I mean, one Chris McCaffrey injury away, you got a twenty touch guy, which is they're kind of rare to come by running backs nowadays. Um, but he's also not really rated on this fantasy football calculator. He's not getting drafted, so just keep him on your watch list is what I'd say. Yeah, classic. And yeah, then, so. and then Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. Did you guys have any of those guys last year? I had DJ um, Moore for like a game. Is, were they like yin, yin and yang? Like one guy would go off, the other guy, or no? It was more like Robbie Anderson had a good first half of the year, and then DJ Moore had a better second half, right? Yeah, DJ Moore was actually like he was decent. A decent flex, or if you had a big injury, he's a good waiver wire guy. Yeah, wide receiver two, you're comfortable with him. Yeah, if you flex him, you're like sitting pretty pretty. Um, right now, Robbie Anderson is wide receiver 34, and DJ Moore is wide receiver 26. So both basically tiered the same. Would you rather have Tyler Lockett or DJ Moore? Lockett, Ooh, actually, Lockett. DJ Moore. Yeah, having watching. Having Lockett and getting 34 points and three points, three points is just yeah. like... That's torture. I would never yeah, want to do that to anyone. <laughs> um, Odell or DJ Moore? He's Odell's one spot behind him. I think I'd take Odell. Oh, DJ guys. Moore. i take Odell. But I would, I would Odell, Odell is so unknown. Like, what if he just blows out his other AC- ACL? Like, I just I just like the, the scoring upside for Odell. That's fair. But I also but the, am aware of the, the fact that they're just going to run the ball 88, 88 times a game. And I, I also think that... There's a possibility of him getting traded as well because they they Dude, actually play better. With, trade. They play better without him. Trade him to the Lions. <laughs> He'd hate it, but that'd be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a couple wide receiver twos on this team until Sam Darnold actually suits up and maybe he's actually decent. You could get some oh, no. sneaky value from these guys, but yeah, I think they just kind of are what they are. And then Terrace Marshall Jr., their second rounder. Um, also circling him in some. Well, rookie or dynasty options there he'll he'll get some some touches as well fill in that uh curtis samuel targets and they don't really have a tight end that anyone wants to own it is crazy they didn't draft a qb though eh? dude i'm i'm they're never gonna hear the end of it for me when justin fields is clapping my cheeks on thanksgiving every year (laughs) (laughs) and it's all carolina's fault for not taking him yeah or the broncos he's gonna blame broncos yeah i can't believe oh my gosh i'm blaming both of them because they traded with each other too, so it is both of their fault for Bridgewater. Um, yeah. Any other Panthers takes? It it's really all like CMC is steady, but everyone else depends on Sam Darnold, and Sam Darnold also depends on Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah. You're not taking the defense either. I don't think. No, you're taking them maybe against the Jets week one if you're one of those guys that does that. Hey, I played. I tried to take all the defenses that played the Jets last year. It worked out pretty good. This year's gonna be the Texans. The Panthers play. They go Jets, Saints, Texans. If you don't, if if you want to fancy the Texans, week three. So yeah. But after that, not you, bad. You're probably, we're not gonna be going Panthers. Um, the next team up, I guess it's the New Orleans Saints. Um, my boy Jameis, QB twenty nine, last on the board here. Um, way too low in my opinion. Way too low. We gotta, I agree. We gotta give I'm some high respect. on Jameis. We got to give some more respect to Jameis, man. I'm pumped. Okay. So well, is Thomas. I bet Michael Thomas is pumped to have him. Give no, some I mean, respect to the gunslinger. Give. Let's eat some W's with Jameis this year, boys. <laughs> <laughs> He's hungry, Dude, guys. Let's, honestly, let's, like, let's... there is honestly a lot of quarterbacks that you can just get late rounds. And be deep, and you, you like be like somewhat be like okay, this guy can start for me if the rest of my team is good. But a quarterback like Jameis might be the right like quarterback, whereas Dude, even other like ones maybe, might not be. Honestly, could be in the hot take section coming a bit early. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, QB twenty seven. Would you rather have Jameis or Fitzpatrick? Jameis. I'd rather have Jameis over Tannehill. Okay, me too. Honestly, give me honestly we, the boomer bust on. We're a Jameis podcast right now. <laughs> No, the boomer bust on Jameis is way more attractive than what Tannehill yeah. has to offer. But yeah, especially for fantasy, because like even if Jameis is a bad QB, he'll still throw like four hundred yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah. And like even if we're down like three scores, the Saints are. Jameis is going the out Saints there for the Saints. Don't boys. have to yeah. win. 
yeah james is going out there for the boys he's playing for money too this year so he's gonna try every play even to put some film on the tape so was so was cam newton last year <laughs> didn't work out yeah but he got covid we we forget pre-covid cam he was he was a beast sure sure um Taysom hill ian book also in the quarterback room against our guy jms man Taysom hill is just makes a... me rage so i probably probably want to stay on him too much i don't know if you guys need to say anything about Taysom hill i guess that does snipe some tds from winston though okay but right now as of may 20th 2021 Taysom hill is qb19 off the board <laughs> So, really? So there's no way he's the starter. The he field thinks he's the starter. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that I think just... he's ahead of Derek Carr, which I think is a little absurd. But also Derek Carr fumbles a lot. But he does rush a lot. Yeah. Like he can get two rushing touchdowns, throw 80 yards. Yeah, put up a classic Tim Tebow vintage stat line. And you'd be Better question. Tim Tebow, the year he retired, the year he stopped playing quarterback, or Taysom Hill? I think Taysom. Yeah, Taysom. Really? Taysom's showed a little bit better arm. Like, not Fair much enough. better, but slightly better. I hope Fair Taysom's enough. not the starter. People are taking Taysom over all the rookies, basically. Which I think will change. I think now that the rookies have been placed on their teams, these calculator people will be drafting them a bit higher. Um, I think. Because it was a good class. And unless he gets tight end eligibility again, I wouldn't draft him. Yeah, if he gets tight end eligibility, you, you can lock him in for tight end 7 on the year. That was ridiculous. That was that was broken. I also was a part of that and exploited that, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, running back Don't Alvin go. Kamara. Do we think Alvin Kamara sucks with Taysom Hill? Like just awful. That's just actually awful. true. Just awful. So if you're pick three or four and Sean Payton says that Taysom Hill is guaranteed to start six games, first games, I don't think I'm drafting Alvin Kamara at pick four or five. Okay, so agreed. Who are you taking in front of him? CMC, Derrick Henry. Dalvin. Dalvin Cook. And, and then you have to flop between like Barkley, Elliott, Kamara. JT. You would take JT's fourth? Dude, the best offensive line in the league. Yeah, I agree with Pierce on this one. Oh, right. It's between Barkley or JT instead of Kamara. Oh, I'd take Barkley instead of Kamara. Like that's it. But if Jameis is playing, give me the Kamara shares. I would take I would take Kamara on the hopes that Taysom Hill would only start like the first two games and then they'd put it on. Yeah. Okay, but the issue with Winston is that I don't think Kamara is going to be any better with Winston because Winston's all about bombs, man. No, but you the know? Saints won't let him just fling it like he but, did. But the thing is, Taysom Hill also gets drawn up run plays too, Trevor. So, no, like, I get the, that, but I don't think they're not going to draw up run plays for Jameis. And also, like yeah. on every read option, Taysom Hill just keeps it himself because he's selfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Latavius Murray. Handcuff also handcuff goat. Um, you're not drafting him, I don't think, but you can try and roster him in the playoffs if you have Kamara or if you want to be mean to the Kamara owner. Running back 43 though, so people are drafting him for like flex considerations. Um, and then Michael Thomas conversation, wide receiver eight off the board. So in between Ridley and Julio, we've talked about. Um, coming off a pretty rough year last year. Injuries included. Very, very injured and very, very didn't score any touchdowns. Um, but wide receiver eight shows how people still value him. Top 10 receiver. I think he's still worth there. I, I would take, I would, yeah. I think you can get some, some serious value with Michael Thomas. If you can like, like say you have pick, say you're pick one, one, you get McCaffrey and then you can get Michael Thomas in the third. And then like. I don't know, with your end, other end of the second round pick. You can go like McCaffrey, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas. Or like McCaffrey, George Kittle, Michael Thomas. Depending on how deep your league is. My, my, my guess is that most fantasy leagues are going to draft Michael Thomas too high. Really? I yeah. I, I guess the name is still there. Exactly. The, the name hadn't, has only been kind of tarnished for a year not even and you can blame it and, on and everyone yeah blames it on okay i'm with you trev but i'm just dreaming I, of my C mccaffrey george kittle michael thomas team in, 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 like a, in like a 10 team league you think i could swing that uh, depending on the keepers, michael thomas, you think michael thomas drops to 20 or yeah, yeah 20 is over his average pick right now is 24 24th overall like i would take him there 
Yeah, even like a 12-team league, you might be able to swing it if someone reaches. It also de- He also depends on Taysom Hill, though, right? Because yeah. Taysom Hill is a Screw touchdown Screw that, snipe. dude. Screw that. Screw Taysom Hill, man. Who plays good when Taysom Hill's playing besides Taysom Hill? The Saints still won games, though. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. It was like, awful how? for fantasy. But they, like, they had the verse, like, like uh, the Broncos wide receiver is QB. <laughs> Yeah, and Taysom barely outdueled that guy, but they won. Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, screw Taysom. Um, well, it, like we're saying now, basically everything depends on him. Jameis, we yeah. like everybody. Taysom, we kind of don't like anybody. Yeah. Are we, whole... are we a Jason, uh, a Winston po- podcast, or are we an anti-Taysom podcast? It's 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 a bit of both. Same. It's the same. Full on both. Um. Oh, hi. Okay, tight end for the Saints. We also don't have one. Um, sure. Because Jared Cook is now a charger. Yeah, baby. I don't even know who's going to play. Like, they might also have to play Taysom at tight end the way that this then, been... then I would draft Taysom. Yeah, now. then give me Taysom because he's going to be lined up in the backfield. You know it. Uh, but I still hate him. Uh, and then the Saints defense. Is, is this a defense to own, maybe? They're kind of getting older. I don't think the offense is going to be on the field long enough. So that the defense isn't giving up enough points. I think every like you play the Bucks twice. No, you don't like that. They got a like tough that. schedule. Yeah, they have to like they have to play the Packers, the Seahawks, and their and the Titans as their yeah interconference they're, and outer conference games. Their defense ten right now, so like they're ten and twelve team leagues. You're getting like bottom of the barrel, so probably not if you can avoid. Yeah, but but good matchups though. That's like a streaming defense though. Good matchups. Um, who else do they get the Jets this year? Yeah, they get the Jets. Um, see a lottery. Get the NFC East. Yeah, so Eagles, Giants. You like them against Daniel Jones, turnover guy. So yeah, so streaming defense for the uh the Saints. That's not that's not bad. Um, any more New Orleans Sean Payton no Drew Brees Saints takes? Will Drew Brees come back to coach? <laughs> he'll, probably, he'll probably blow three whistles and break two ribs <laughs> his diaphragm won't be able to handle the the coaching he's pretty good at throwing like 10 yards that's all you have to do for the challenge flag that is true because i feel like him and him and uh winston had a good relationship yeah and i could see uh, he'd that... be a great qb coach like any team to bring yeah. in drew Brees as your qb coach definitely do it and i don't see Breeze going anywhere else than yeah he's a new orleans so... guy Dollars. Yeah, maybe in a couple of years, once his kids are a little older, he probably wants to hang out with them for a bit. My guess, probably. he'll probably coach like his kids' team. Yeah, his kids' team, and then when they're gone, he'll be like the old guy going into the NFL. I feel like he honestly, Mossy might be perfect timing for when Sean Payton's like seventy. Drew Brees can go in. Could be perfect timing. <laughs> okay, wait. If you were a coach, where would you uh, keep your challenge flag? Front pocket, back pocket, sock, hoodie pocket? A specific challenge flag guy? Under, under my, under my hat. What? I'm wearing a. I'm wearing a baseball cap and it's coming out the back and I can just rip then you, it around. <laughs> then you just got like a little a little like lump yeah. in your hat yeah. hole. That's no, no, so no. annoying. It's, it's like kind of like a like a bandana wrap around my head and I can just <laughs> rip it out the second like I can throw my hat off in frustration and then just throw my challenge flag so that the refs can see it cuz sometimes <laughs> the refs don't see your challenge flag. They see me throw my hat off already. They know I'm challenging something. What color is your hat? If you're a team that has a red option to be a red hat, are you going same color or do you got to go different to to oh. spread the color out? Oh no, I'm I'm going, I'm going Dude, same color. No I'm going, do you I'm, realize there's like rocks in the flag a bit? No, no, no. It's well, not listen like to just me. Listen flat. To me. No, I'm going red hat because they're gonna be like, oh, is he challenging something? And then I can watch one more replay on the big screen. Get my tablet out. Get by myself a few more seconds. Dude. Say, oh no, no, no that's just my hat. I don't know what. What are you, what are you coming over here for? <laughs> that's a good strategy, but I feel like you'll get flagged, like the yellow flag, if you do that. Probably some dress code violations behind that <laughs> yeah. or something. I would go for the sock. I like the sock method because it's right there. It's not gonna. You know if it's gonna fall out because it's like up against your leg. So are you going for like? Oh, I have to tie my shoelace. It's like I'm. 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 Yeah, that's a good little what? head fake there. I like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I like or a that. Tim like Tebow, like you're about to pray and. Then yeah, yeah. Throw her in there. Yeah, the kneeling is a Tim Tebow. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Cody? Where are you keeping your challenge flag? <laughs> I would strap it to my back, like upper back, so I can reach behind my head oh, and like then an just arrow. yeet it. Oh, <laughs> that's sick. I like that. That's sick. I like that. 
And so I can like you could juke them up by like scratching the back, but then <laughs> like if I'm if I'm really frustrated, I'm gonna just like grab that thing and just yeet it across the field. You're pulling like an arrow out of your sheath, man. I, want, I wonder if you're, like you're, the... you're drawing it up. There should be a fantasy player of uh, you get yards based on how far the coach throws the challenge flag. Would you get like a flag on that if you like threw it right at the football? <laughs> yeah, like what is the what is like in other sports like you just it like. NHL, you just talk to the ref. In NBA, I think you just, like, swing your finger in a circle above your head. <laughs> but NFL, you can throw a projectile at someone. <laughs> like, how far is too far? Like, is there is there a rule on where and how There's you throw be. the flag? It has to land on the field, right? It has to land in play on the field. Well, like, wasn't there a guy that, like, broke his ankle because he stepped on a flag this year? Really? I think I, I remember that. that. Um... This is perfect timing to talk about it when we're talking about the Saints. <laughs> all their all their missed calls all their in the calls past in the years. Past. Yeah, challenge flag is just actually honestly weird when you think about it. Why don't they just have to like say to the ref like I want to challenge? Yeah, there's, there's always refs standing symbol. beside them. There's a timeout like, symbol. Why does the ref hands? just blow his whistle? There's a timeout symbol with your hands. Why can't there be a challenge symbol with your hands? And the amount of like tech they have on the side, the amount of headsets and like tablets you think that they could just radio the ref and just say yo like can't do that like we're challenging it like there's there's you, you just don't change things man you just can't change it and i think the flag has to stay no matter what i like the yeah, flag i like the flag it's good it's kind of yeah. cool like when you compare it to the baseball one like the baseball one is so stupid they like just like show like they're looking through binoculars yeah yeah like and then they, like they don't even look at it they just go put on headsets why don't they have a flag Dude, Think the about the anticipation about the flag, man. Like, like when, when you're like in the NBA or whatever sports, you're like, oh, I hope they challenge that, whatever. And then as soon as like a freaking sketchy call happens on the field in football, everybody's eyes on the coach. And the coach is going to be like, it's in his pockets. He's going to put his hand on his hip. He's going to tease the camera a little bit. This is his moment to shine. I think it has to stay. It can't, it can't not be. This is yeah, the one I time like I want to look I at like the coach. Flag. I like flag. I like that they're red too, because it's easy to see. Um, okay, let's get into the Buccaneers last team here, then we'll get into our over under and schedule stuff. Um, Tom Brady, currently QB twelve or number twelve. Um, seventh rounder. I feel like you're happy with, with Tom Brady as your quarterback on your fantasy team. Yeah. Like he's not yep. gonna screw think, you. But he's not gonna like I don't know. He I doesn't think, have a boom like I think he's gonna like what year. how they played the Saints last year. Is like that relationship is going to be their relationship with every single team this year. Like they're either going to be just like on point, chemistry's on fire, or they're just not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. I like him though in, think... in the leagues we're in because like he doesn't throw interceptions, so he's not sinking you with those big minus points. Yeah, I also think like Tom Brady, like that guy's never going to die. Like so. Yeah, he's got like just one of the best him. goal lines too. Like he's. If he's sitting there, no, I I just mean like he's gonna play football till he's a hundred. Yeah, also true. So like forty just, cups of water a day. Like how many how many years in a row have people said when like ooh don't go too high on Brady this year like well, whatever he's just gonna burn you one year, but like for the past five years they've been saying that. <laughs> yeah, like you could have ten more years of Tom Brady before he burns you. Fifty three year old Tom Brady, what a sight. Okay, yeah, so we're good on Tom Brady. Um, this backfield's also pretty uh actually the most confusing out of this this division. Everyone else has got a guy that they they run the ball with, but Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones a little bit higher on the ADP scale right now, running back twenty six going in the fifth round. Leonard Fournette's four spots behind him, running back thirty going in the seventh round. Four spots, but two round difference. I honestly don't know if I want to take a flyer on any of these guys this year yeah i'm not too hot on either of them if any of them jones but if i can get ronald jones as my one of my two flex guys that i'm comfortable playing in the flag yeah, i would be. take that i had i'm like, not i had touching fournette i had the stack last year i had fournette and rojo in our i remember uh, you'd ask like every week <laughs> like which guy it was like when fournette was injured rojo was pretty viable like he had a couple of games where he put up R yeah. rb2 numbers but the problem is, as soon as he fumbles or like makes a mistake, like Arians just pulls him out. Doghouse instantly. Yeah, and and then like, yeah, that offense Which is, is just not like, great for fans. Tom Brady just spreads it too much, right? Yeah, and he Tom Brady likes to check down, but like the amount of like good slot guys and tight ends that he has to check down to has kind of spread that out in Tampa Bay. 
as opposed to like literally only James White in uh, New England. Yeah. Like you have Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, and Cameron Braith all as checkdown options usually because those guys, the two tight ends, don't really get a lot of separation downfield. They're usually just checkdown guys. That's that's too many mouths to feed for any pass catching work from any of those guys. Yeah, I would take Rojo over Fournette yeah. too because of the injury history of Fournette. Yeah, and just like Rojo was literally their guy last year, and then he got injured. So everyone might be honestly overpaying Fournette because of his playoff run, which is like the recency bias. But I'm I'm with you too, Rojo. Is but, the guy to yeah. here. I would avoid this backfield because that was annoying. Yeah. Avoid it until like you can play them in flexes, I think. Or Rojo in flexes is where I'm I think I've come down on. Okay. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Wide receiver 14 for Mike Evans, fourth round. Chris Godwin, wide receiver 16, also going in the fourth round. You guys have a preference here? Honestly, I okay. This is like when we're talking about like late, like high ranked wide receivers, I'd take the same approach as we just said about their backfield. It's it it's not i wouldn't ever have them as my wide receiver one maybe my wide receiver two i feel like both of them yeah you're like, definitely at, comfortable both like wide receiver twos. yeah but i don't think i would take either of them at one just because yeah. having evans like every time you, you go, Evans. what about this scenario trevor i'll hit you with one saquon barkley round one austin eckler round two um mike evans you round double three. up on them Mike Evans round three. Would you be okay with wide receiver one Mike Evans if you had those two guys ahead? No, because in in that, oh, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. I don't think so. I mean, if you have Mike Evans as your I, wide I receiver two, you're, you're hitting pretty good. Yeah, you're pumped. I don't know. I just think, like, I had Mike Evans last year, and it was great for, like, 60% of the season. season. Yeah. Where then Godwin just, like, stole the show on the other times. So like it was a very weird year for them last year. I feel like it'll be a lot easier to to gauge all of this if this year with a full off season, a full year of Brady and Bruce. Yeah, that's and all fair. Those guys, yeah. I think it'll be. It's definitely gonna be easier. But I'm. I don't. Like I like both of them. I think. I think Evans has a really good red zone rapport with Brady from the small sample size of last year. So I think I'd give the edge to him. If they're both on the board, then. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was gonna say. Even watching the playoffs, Evans was like his the guy he trusted the most. Yeah, even on third down too, he loved Evans going there. Um, but also we have Antonio Brown as wide receiver forty eight, which is uh, honestly just a very luxury guy for Brady to have. I don't know either. They're like all gonna be fantasy relevant, or like. You're gonna hate owning whoever you own. I think right? it's. I think Tampa Bay is one of those teams that the only player like you kind of know is gonna give you consistent play is Brady, and you kind of don't want to sell yourself on any of them. Like I'm not convinced on any of those players like being what their rank is. Like yeah, they all have still something to prove, which is weird to say considering they're Super Bowl champs. Yeah, cool. Well, just because their but, first half of their season was just very, they lost to the Bears. It was like kind of a bit of a helter skelter. Um, but let's go. Let's, we've played this game where we look at the other guys around their ADP, and it, it's kind of fun. Um, Amari Cooper or Mike Evans, one spot behind Mike, right in between the two guys. Mike Evans for sure. What about you, Cody? See, ah, that's a tough choice. Because I feel like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin split more targets than Amari Cooper and Lamb. Uh, but the thing Gallup is, would. Mike Evans' targets are way bigger and way more like. You're going to get that last oh my second gosh, this is This is crazy. The fourth round in this, it goes Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, CeeDee Lamb. That's wide receiver 14 to 17. Honestly, that makes sense. Like, those guys are... That's crazy. It's just crowded, crowded, like... Crowded but skilled yeah. guys and good quarterback. Yeah. Um, Mike Evans or Terry McLaurin? Mike Evans. Dude, I like I want Terry McLaurin, I think. I think Scary Terry is a good wide receiver too. Yeah, I mean if you go RB heavy first, I uh yeah, I'd be I like Terry McLaurin as a wide receiver too. If you go double RB in your first two rounds, I'd like Mike Evans as your wide receiver one. That's a yeah, good I, team. I agree build. with that. I agree with that. Okay, last one, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson. Mike Evans. Yeah. I'm Allen Robinson. I like A Rob, but Andy Dalton. Yeah, but Justin only if Justin Field, Field balls yeah. out. Yeah, that'll be tough if they're sticking to their guns of Alan Robinson or Danny Dalton there. No, we'll, there's gonna be riots in Chicago. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that once we do NFC North. But yeah, um, we'll go to tight end. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski's there. Um, he's the only one that is on this board right now. 
He's tight end 11. Yeah, you don't want a Bucks tight end. You don't want... Gronk just blocks. Dude, if you got fantasy points for, like, sick blocks and, like, pressures given up, get Rob Gronkowski tight end 1, I feel like. <laughs> but you don't they, get they, points for blocks. They literally pick them up to block and then do the exact same plays that they ran for six years in New England in the Super Bowl so nobody would expect it. Yeah. They were also freaking... They had, like, a record that they... Were like timing to 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 break in the Super Bowl, right? It was like that's true. That's the Brady Gronk um, playoff touchdown leaders or whatever. Those two guys. Yeah, I, I don't know if you like if uh, Travis Kelsey's on a bye week. Bye week twelve, Travis Kelsey has, and the the Buccaneers. Who do they play in week twelve? They play the Colts in week twelve. No. Okay, you don't, don't want, want that. Um, let's go through the other guys. Uh, George Kittle, <laughs> bye week six. You're playing the Eagles. Yeah. Okay. So if you yeah, have George okay, Kittle, maybe. you I can, you can uh, stream Rob Gronkowski week six. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, their defense, their defense, Taking honestly, it. take it top top three. Um, okay, yes, let's play guessing game. Trevor, who do you think they are? I think they're close. I think they're probably. I think they're two actually. You think I can two? see their rankings giving them two. They're... Okay, okay, okay. Before you, before you say it, before you say it, oh, yes. <laughs> I think top three is gonna be Rams, Bucks, Colts. Rams, Bucks, Colts. Trevor. Not in that order, but just those three. You think oh, Bucks is two? I think they're gonna go. Yeah, I would agree with that. Actually. Okay, you guys are close. Um, it's they're sixth. So uh, I guess I don't know how close you. Who else? That is. Dolphins. Patriots. Pittsburgh is Football one. Team? Pittsburgh is one. You'll get a sack of game for Pittsburgh. Um, okay. Then Rams, Baltimore, 2-3. And then Washington, Indy, 4-5. And then Tampa Bay, 6. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like yeah. all those. I like all of them, honestly, except Pittsburgh. I'd rather have Chase Young than Pittsburgh. Okay, but honestly, like, uh, Devin Bush was injured last year. That is true. This could be a... He's a big... Yeah, that's true. That I mean, no Bud Dupree, but Devin Bush back in. TJ Watt. Yeah. Okay. I like TJ Watt. Um, but yeah, this defense, I, I though, like, this is this will be every week defense for sure. Oh, yeah. Plus, where's the game? Week 17, the fantasy playoff round one or round two. No, round, uh, no, that'd be the, the finals. That'd be the, fi- the finals, yeah. You get the Jets in the finals, boys? Oh, yeah. You, you have a nice, you have a, you have a, and then Panthers week 16 semifinals. Um, that's good. You got to take note of that. Got to take note of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's do quick over-unders with talking about the... Should we do schedule first and then over-unders afterwards? We do them at the same time, don't we? Didn't we do yeah, that we kind of at the same time. Okay, um, how do we think this uh, division is going to play out? I feel like there's there's a, I have one way, and I think that's the only way. It's Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Panthers. That's how I have it, too. What about you, Trevor? I, part of my hot take was that Falcons were going to be number two. Okay. Oh, yeah. And Saints are gonna drop three. I guess for do you have you have, did you do full records for for these ones? I I did this week. I was fired up. I have them roughed in. I was like I was unsure about like two or three games for each of them. But yeah, what about you, Cody? Because you they have all the Bucks have, going like, seventeen and zero. You don't. No, I don't. <laughs> okay, okay. I was like, no, you don't. There's no way. Um, I have the Bucks losing to the Rams week three. In LA, and then in week twelve in Indy. I but I have fifteen and two, so I don't know. Interesting. I have the Bucks losing five games. Okay, who do you? Who are they losing to? Rams. Yep. Bills. I had them. Yeah, I had them too. Saints football guess, yeah. team, and the Patriots. Patriots. I have Patriots winning the the breakup game. That's true. I forgot about that one. In Foxborough. I also tweeted. I also tweeted that uh, it's a free win for the Patriots too. So I, I should switch that because they should like, just play emotional uh, Brady clips and make him cry the whole game, and then beat yeah, him. I, and he might think you know, that like you know Belichick is already planning for that. And game. you know like maybe he'll think Stefan Gilmore is his teammate again. Like he'll have like old man PTSD. It's probably a Sunday <laughs> night game. <laughs> he can't play after his bedtime. Yeah, I've switched it. So fourteen and three. I still hate saying the records. I think they're going to lose one to the Falcons. Really? You think so? Yeah. I have them losing one to the Saints because I think the, the, those when division the Saints are at tough. home or something like that. I just don't think the Bucks play good against high-scoring, like, volatile offenses that could either, like, go really hard. Really, like, like the Saints last year, like, like the Bills are going to gonna get them. Like, you have to think 
about I I could see the Saints doing it too with Winston's like if bombing it down. If that week but, fourteen game against the Bills was in Buffalo, I'd probably give it to Buffalo. But since it's at home, I like the Bucks, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Okay, what's your record for the Saints? I have the Saints going ten and seven. I have them going eight and nine. I also Ooh. have them going. I think well, they're I have gonna them suck. Going, I think they're gonna. I have them seven and ten. Oh, I guess that's a hot take for me. Yeah, you're kind of a bit hot. I think they're gonna suck because they their quarterback situation. They're gonna just ride with Taysom Hill, and he's gonna suck for them. <laughs> Let's be clear. I might have Winston's to read. Gonna be great. Yeah, we have to maybe redo these. Uh, once the what's it called, the quarterback situations. Because I clearly like, made these picks based off Taysom Hill. Week, week, like the first week before the playoffs, we'll go through each division. Yeah, like just yeah. quickly. Or you mean before the season? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, before, before the, season. the season. Um, and then Falcons, I had five and twelve. Ooh, this is from I had Falcons at eight and nine. Oh, I have them okay. at nine and eight. Okay, I think their defense sucks. Then <laughs> What's I your... think that once they got rid of Dan Quinn, I think their team actually played a lot better. Yeah, they, they did. definitely did. Um. So I think like if you remove those and like they were like if you remove kind of those choke games, I think they could be a five hundred team. Yeah. I just don't and like I have them at nine the, and eight. The schedule just made sense to me. I guess if I my fifty fifty games are this week three against the Falcons or the Giants, sorry. Um everything else I'm I'm content with how it is. Well, okay, they're they're gonna be quickly going through it. I think they're gonna be Titans right off the bat with just shutting them down with pits, like being the being the new new guy. They're beating the Eagles. They're being the. I think they'll beat the Giants. They'll beat the Jets. I don't think Washington has enough to guard I all Washington three. In that game. But think about it. Like the okay, this the the big thing with them. Like let's say I I'd see nine and eight too. But the issue is is all three of them being healthy. Like the big three yeah. is is Julio Pitts and really all going to be there throughout the whole season. Then nine and eight makes a lot, a lot of sense. Yeah, for them, I the only win I had in division was at home against the Panthers. I have, yeah, I have them going two and four in, in division games. Yeah, I think they take one against the Saints. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I'm just super low on them, so that's that's mine. Um, and then I have Panthers four and thirteen taking down the bottom of the division. I also have them at very similar record with wins against the Jets, Texans. Eagles and Falcons. Every other team I think is just better than them. Yep. I have them at uh six and eleven. Six and eleven. Who are your other two wins? Home uh, you said Jets, Texans, well and Eagles. Yeah, I have Eagles as uh, well. And then I think they take one from the Saints and the Falcons. Yeah, I haven't taken one. Because that, that's Falcons. what I said in my other picks. Yeah. And then I think they could take one um from the Giants. Maybe The Giants were a tough team for me to do picks on. I just don't yeah. know what what the heck Daniel Jones is gonna show up having for breakfast every week that's true but yeah Yeah. i actually have everyone in this division beating the giants (laughs) and i had a lot of the giants winning i had like i think i had the giants against winning against falcons panthers but losing against bucks saints so that's probably where my discrepancies do you think saints defense yeah it really depends on how saints defense if they stay healthy this year and if they can perform i don't know i feel like this division honestly is riding on this on the Saints, but I yeah, the Saints are see, a big swing team for sure. I could see the Panthers beating the Vikings too, in a duel of the best rushing fantasy game ever. Dang, that game's actually would be sick, and it's in that's, Carolina too. That's why I think they they got a chance being six and yeah. eleven, beating the Jets, Texans, two okay. division games, I've, Eagles, I've, and then a a random flyer pick where McCaffrey goes off. You've you've convinced me. You've convinced me. Well, these records are a lot, yes, uh, a lot nicer than the AFC South. We can say that for <laughs> sure. A yeah. lot more winning records than not. Yeah. Um. Okay. Quick over unders. Bucks eleven and a half. I'm going over. 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 Uh. Falcons nine. Oh, that's right where I had them. Over. I think I'm, I go, I'm going under. I don't know if these are fully up to date. This is just from the website that I've got them from. I don't know what they're on. They have different books. Uh. Panthers seven and a half. Under. 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 Saints is at seven over. I think over, oh. but you're just you're hoping that the quarterback situation is. I want to right say guy. over. Yeah, you want it to be over, but I don't know if it's gonna be. Yeah, dude, I can't imagine Sean Payton only winning seven games. That is true. And you got to think about games, coaches yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Like, think about what Mike Tomlin did with freaking Hodges as quarterback. <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna and check what, they, what it actually is. Like, I, these numbers might not be uh, um, up to. Ooh, I don't know about the Falcons at nine, though. That's tough. 
regular season. The Saints is right now, it it bumps up to eight and a half, not seven anymore. I should use these up-to-date numbers, not these three-week-old numbers. Eight and a half on the Saints. I'll take the over. There's more games over. Yeah. I think Um, I would take the under on the Falcons because I don't want to bet on the Falcons. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. You don't want to be a Falcon. Like we said, you don't want to be an accidental Falcons fan for a year. Yeah, and I just feel like... Like, come on, it's this the same team? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to bet on them doing really well because it's like, it's still the Falcons. Yeah. Um, they could be up, yeah. Like, just pick up the freaking onside kick, you know? Like, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if that ruins your over under? Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't, that would be, you would tell like everyone you know about that. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh get some hot takes and let's get out of here. Anything for us today, Trevor? The, well, to start it off, I was going to say, I think they're all around Atlanta Fox, Falcons, even though we don't want to be fans. I think that the Falcons are going to be challenging the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for first place in the, the division. That is what my hot take is. I think they have the ability to if their defense can hold up. And Pitts will be tight end end off as a second best tight end in okay. the at the end of the year. Okay. I think it's a re- recipe for a lot of goodness tight to happen. Tight end two. Great, great guy. And based off of everything that we, like, based off their schedule, I think it's definitely more friendly for him than what Kansas City and San Fran have to face off against. So. Okay. That's, that's pretty that's, hot, but that's that's there. That's that, that oh. Could happen. An injury, right? Like vice level. Not not too crazy. Like we can say habanero. Not nothing too crazy. Yeah, you're you're about you're about uh probably like one and a half. Yeah. Flaming peppers right now. Scorch level. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But still hot. Still hot. But yeah, we're like I said, we're just gonna get spicier as the season gets closer. Okay. Sounds good. And do you have any hot takes there, uh, Cody? Oh yeah. Cause you know what this podcast is? This is a Jameis Winston truth or <laughs> podcast, go, baby. Jameis Winston. <laughs> I think I think Jameis Winston is gonna throw at least thirty touchdowns. Oh, I'm on that. Least. I'm on that, that train. I need to that. that. I'm on that. that. He did that in 2019, but oh. he also threw he threw 33 touchdowns and 30 picks that year. Here's how many units we throw on that. I'm I'm looking up. There's got to be Jameis Winston props out for sure. Um, I'm look I'm looking those up. Jameis Winston player props, passing touchdowns. Where's his season? It's just this over this under is game by game. TDs. Are this you parlaying that with the over on the Falcons, Cody? <laughs> uh, no, because I'm doing the under on the Falcons. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, four hours ago, someone said that Jameis Winston is favored to uh to win. Right now, he's minus two seventy on the week one starter. So it looks like the Vegas thinks that he's going to uh, start thirty touchdowns. Though I would love to see a line for that. I would love to see a line for that. I can't find anything. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any, I don't have any takes hot enough to compete with you guys this week. But I also saw news today, guys. Made me really sad. But apparently, Jamal Williams is going to be the Detroit Lions starting running back. So that's great really i don't know i think it might have also been just like off-season coach said one anthony lid said one nice thing about jamal williams and then the reporters just took it like like why on earth would yeah. it not be swift like ran it like to the house like super far but i don't know so maybe that's my hot take jamal williams starting running back but uh yeah any, anything else to, to finish out the pod that's it that's all what should we call this one this nsc south preview bracket Jameis winston truther podcast <laughs> something like that yeah right. winston matters <laughs> winston matters all right or anti Taysom hill truthers <laughs> <laughs> we'll think of something we'll think of something uh but this has been the podcast thanks for tuning in see ya peace